Shut up and sit down. everybody welcome back to okay i am will and with me as always is my brother hello uh his name's tyler um and uh we are just going to talk about some random uh stuff uh this time uh so tyler how are things going on your end uh pretty good i can't really complain um i am i don't know i'm just working i had to get my car fixed today which oh was, yeah, what's been going on with that, by the way? So my car, oh my gosh. Okay, so we were coming back from, home from the grocery store. My car breaks down, it just shuts off on me. The engine does. And come to find out, my fuel pump needs to be replaced. So mm-hmm. before I knew that, I was like, oh, it's the camshaft sensor, because that's broken a couple times before in my car. So I get it towed back to my apartment complex. And I get the people who did the camshaft sensor to come back out under warranty and see like if it's under warranty turns out it's not the camshaft sensor it's the fuel pump so i had to pay for the tow i had to pay for the inspection i had to pay for another tow to get it to a shop that could do the fuel pump and then i had to pay for that plus a a veto survive it's a something intake air valve sensor solenoid it's a piece on a car that is important for it to drive (laughs) and i had to pay I don't know about all those Xterra stuff, so I had to I had to pay for all that because in North Carolina, uh, a year every year, uh, you have to get your car inspected before they allow you to continue driving it. And you didn't. Well, I have to get it fixed before I can do it. In, I'm getting inspected or inspected because the inspection is due on the 31st of January, so I have to get it fixed now so that I can go and get it inspected. Like I don't know, a little bit down the road. Gotcha. That sucks, man. It was just a lot of money. It was I'm just sure. a lot yeah, of no, money. That's, that just uh, luckily, I've you know I've got the new uh, the new car, so uh, not having too many troubles there on that end uh, as far as money goes, other than like insurance and taxes and stuff like that. But that's that sucks. That's uh, uh, I know that's an ex- unexpected expense that nobody likes to pay. Mm-mm, not at all. It's. I had to tell, so I was I signed up for a Secret Santa thing online for a a, a community. I'm well, I'm kind of a part of. Um, they do it every year, and I was supposed to send my gifts out by Friday, and I was going shopping on last Friday to get them and send them out, but then my car broke down, so I couldn't go do that. And then when I got the price for the fix, it was like, oh, you I really c-. couldn't do that. Yeah, so I had to email the Secret Santa people and my match and be like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm ruining Christmas. Don't kill me. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's basically how that went. But um, so I actually have a secret Santa story as well. Um, so you know I'm on staff at a uh, church here in uh, in Greer. No. And um, what? No, really? Yeah. So um, anyway, we had our staff Christmas party mm-hmm. or whatever, and um, so they they said, well, bring a gift. This like. Ten dollars to twenty-five dollars, and uh, we'll do the white elephant or whatever kind of thing. Um, <coughs> sorry. Um, 
white elephant kind of thing, and uh, you know how that works. Like, you bring gifts, and you sit them all in the middle, and people can pick the gift, or they can steal from someone that's already open. Mm-hmm. Um, once it's stolen so many times, it's dead, and you have to move on, right? Um, well, I got... Uh, I went to the Mass General store uh, across from work, and I got a mug, uh, one of those hand warmer mugs that they sell there. Um, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but it doesn't matter. It's just a, it's a nice mug. And so I go, and it was like $20 for the mug. Well, I get to the uh, event. We have dinner, and we get to the white elephant part. And all of a sudden, people start opening gifts, and like their gifts were like gift cards, or their gifts were like one 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 of the gifts was like a facial scrub that was homemade and an orange, and so like I'm sitting there going, "Holy crap! Have I just like way overspent for this church holiday Christmas party?" How much was the mug? Like I said, like twenty bucks. That's but that's within the realm of like the limits. It sounds I know. it sounds like everybody else was either just lazy or cheap. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But um, I'm just sitting there like, my goodness, like the new intern. The, the new guy to the group is like, you know, is winning right now. Um, but uh, by the end of it, the only other thing that was like really major, somebody else bought like a festive plate and then somebody else bought like Starbucks coffee and some Starbucks gift cards or something like that. So mm. I don't know. It was interesting. Uh, definitely felt a little, a little over the top. Uh, for a mug? No. I mean, okay, let me tell you the story of the last Christmas. Um at my work, where we had a, a similar a thing with the white elephant gift exchange, secret Santa thing, two people bought squatty potties. And if you've never seen a squatty potty before, it is this little piece of plastic that looks like, I mean, just, it, it's a stool, it's a stepping stool that wraps around the, the basin, the bowl of the toilet, so that when you go number two, you can stand up on this thing and actually squat with your butt, like, levitated above the seat... Right. And it's supposed to like line up your colon or whatever. We had two people get that as a joke just because it was funny, and I ended up with freaking both of them at one point. <laughs> no, wait, I take that back. I take that back. I only ended up with one of them, but man, no, maybe I did end up with both of them. I don't remember. Anyway, I ended up with one, and another guy ended up with another, and there were some really cool things. And it was like, I, I kind of talked to my boss later, and I was like, ban the squatty potties. It's not fun. It's it might have been funny the first time, but it's not fun. What did they like? Was this like something they like called each other and said, "Hey, I'm getting this. You get this too." I think I think or what was happened. It just complete coincidence. No, I think what happened is that a website got passed around the office saying, "Oh, look at this. This is super funny that you can stand, you can squat to poo," and, uh, and then two people were like, "Well, duh, that's the greatest white elephant gift you can ever give." Right. Well, I think I'd have given that one back. I did. In fact, one guy felt really bad for me, and he ended up giving me a uh, a Boba Fett mask that hangs on the wall and it lights up and whatnot. Oh, yeah? Uh, it is still in my closet, because I have not found a place to hang it up. You should hang it up in your closet. Oh, that would be really cool. I could hang it up right above my pirate flag. <laughs> yeah. Um... But other than that, how's uh, other than your car troubles and and all those things, how's the uh, holiday season coming along for you and Sarah? Um, is there something? I mean, I got presents. She got presents, and we're they're sitting under a fake tree in our living room. Yeah. Uh, What'd you get me? Nothing. Ouch. Did you get me anything? Oh yeah. Really? 
No, I didn't get you. Oh, anything. well, that's it. <laughs> I think we have to have kids before that happens. Before we have to get each other stuff? Yeah, or like we, we, we have both get... have to have separate, like, I guess, clans of kids with our with our individual wives. And then we have to come together and be like, all right, we've had some kids. We're both married. We're both in our, like... 30s to 40s here's a gift from me to you and that's the only gift we ever give each other in fact we should only give each other a gift when we're both when i'm 50 you give me a gift and when you're 50 i'll give you a gift and then that's it that's the one gift you get and it's halfway through our life so we we both have to wait to get a gift from the other person until we're 50 years old yes okay does this like what about for like our wives like do they count in this or is this just me and you no this is just me and you okay all right, when you're 50, I will get you. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. There has to be some kind of stipulation on this gift, though, because I don't want to roll up on my 50th and, like, come into, like, your house or you come into mine and, like, you're going to give me my Christmas present and all of a sudden it's, like, a $5 gift card to Home Depot. Like, I don't need that in my life. So we have to have some stipulations on this. I mean, you, what, never, what? you never know when you're going to need a Home Depot card. You might have to fix a deck. Fix a deck? Yeah. <laughs> At 50 years old... I think I'll be able to afford fixing a deck myself, and I won't need your five measly little dollars. No, it'll it'll be it, you know you'll you'll appreciate it back. Th- you'll appreciate it in the future. Oh, okay. So, well, now I can't wait for my fiftieth to get my five dollar Home Depot card. Um. So, uh, speaking of my uh, internship, mm-hmm. I uh, I had to go to the uh, Southern Baptist Convention. Uh, Back in when was that? Back in November. Mm. Um, that was an interesting experience. I'm uh, betting it was. Yeah. So I'll give some. I'll give some background to anybody listening. I have a bit of a disillusionment with the traditional Baptist church and probably even just church in general. Uh, but that comes from. I don't know. A lot of a lot of things happen to me to make me kind of just be like, "Wow, organized church is stupid," but it's kind of a necessity in certain. That's a that's a whole other topic to get into. But I'll I'll just say that my I have a a bit of a of a quarrel, a bit of a a one two with the Southern Baptist Convention. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and that's well, a mystery for another day. And mystery for another. Day. Well, so I get there right and. It's a, a two-day event. Um, so me and the uh, another guy that was riding with me, we left, uh, the I think it was like a Tuesday morning, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, we left at like uh, 7 o'clock in the morning, drove down. It was in Columbia, uh, so like an hour and a half, two-hour drive. Um, we get there, uh, and we walk into this church. And, Tyler, I'm telling you, this church was to, to use Donald Trump, huge. I mean, it was absolutely massive. Um, they had like three fire pits out front as you're walking up with chairs around them. Hmm. Um, it was like two or three stories, I think, on the inside. Um, two. It was two stories uh, um, all the way across. That's in the sanctuary as well, so it had like a balcony. Um their sound booth looked like a professional mixing studio. Um, it was just completely massive. But uh, you actually walked in there, and they had 
Uh, not only did they have like the convention going on where you do voting for like the president of the convention for next year and other business that's going on with the convention, but then you also have like um, what do you call them? vendors? I guess vendors would be the best word that are uh, set up in the um, basically the fellowship hall of this church. But this fellowship hall, I mean, holy crap! I mean, the fellowship hall was probably as big as our house. Good lord. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was massive. So, like, you had, like, North Greenville set up a booth. Anderson University set up a booth. Um, Southeastern Seminary, Southwestern Seminary, uh, Southern Seminary. Um, then all these other vendors, like, uh, people that sold to churches exclusively for their audiovisual needs. Um, there was a guy in there that was selling, like, uh, sound equipment and... Uh, then there, of course, were mission teams and, and things like this. It was just, like, my mind was just absolutely just, like, blown. Like, I thought we were going to sit in a conference room with, like, other pastors mm-hmm. and, like, and like talk about stuff. But, I mean, holy crap, it was like a business convention. Like, it literally was, like, a business convention. That sounds... It was. I mean, was it better or worse than you imagined it to be? <clears throat> First off, let me apologize for my coughing. Uh, I've been sick the past couple of days, um, and... Of course, right when I get on to record, the tickle in my throat comes back. Um, but, uh, no, it was, I mean, so I had a good time. Like, I enjoyed going to the convention uh, and learning um, and then just spending some time away from school because, you know, I was just so busy this semester. Um, but uh, it was just, I don't know, part of me thinks that, I don't know, I, I have un fulfilled thoughts on the entire thing you know what I mean like part of me uh, part of me thinks that like it's a good thing that we're doing what we're doing and part of me thinks okay that money could have gone somewhere else um yeah no I totally I understand that that sentiment um I will be very vocal about the fact that my old church um that was back in Green no names no I won't I won't name any names but if you're listening you know where I was and if you know me um I disagree with a lot of the decisions they made monetarily uh they they basically added on to a building that didn't need to be added on to like it was yep. more mostly cosmetic things that uh didn't it didn't give room for more uh classes it didn't give room to to help more events it mostly just made the place look prettier and while i see that there's a need for that in some cases a lot of it felt like it was just done to be like we can and if we look nice then like people will come and see us and i was like well no if you look nice, then you're just going to gather the country club back again. Right. So, so I understand. <clears throat> I'm going to start coughing now. So, like, okay, imagine if you built another building, actually, that could house, you know, more classrooms or more event space or something if you had, like, a ministry or a uh, a plan for it instead of just a... Front? Uh, yeah, a front for the place. Um something to make everybody go ooh ah instead of you know having a purpose so i think my biggest thing is if you're going to do something with money when it comes to a church uh use it to benefit your your people and the people in your community and not just for cosmetic things cuz 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 cosmetic things are they're fleeting they, i mean you know, significantly yeah, fleeting. Two two years down the road, people are going to be like, "Oh, that cosmetic change that you made that cost two million dollars, like, that's just that's just normal now. It's just like whatever." Not only that, but oh wait a minute, we have to do repairs on that 
two whatever million dollar mm-hmm. face. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree. That was one of the reasons why I left the same church. Um, there were other reasons for my leaving, but uh, that definitely had some some influence there. So I understand what you're saying. And, you know, for me as going into the ministry, um, it really cooks my eggs uh, when to, to, to turn a phrase. <laughs> I don't think um, I've ever heard that before. I don't well, think I ever coin- want to hear that anymore. We'll coin it here. Um, it, uh, it really just, you know, just burns me up um, when I see the loss of, uh, the loss of vision mm-hmm. in some churches. Um, because like, kind of like you, and we won't really get into this too much, but, um, let's say we, we, I think we have some grievances to air this episode. Apparently yeah, we have hit a nerve is, of, a, of, yeah, a, this is, this is going to be a complaining central. Just, um, there's just some deep seated, like, oh my gosh, we're going to get this out cause it's hurting. Well, it is. And like, so for me, like I, one thing that I learn in all my classes is, uh, have a philosophy of ministry. Yeah. Um, so like know what you're going to do, right? Mm-hmm. And like know why you're doing it and things like that. And the number one that always comes up on my list is, uh, see the lost become saved, um, and then disciple them in growth and help them find their walk with Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like a lot of the churches, if you were to ask them their philosophy of ministry now would be have the biggest numbers in the pews or, uh, have the best looking church in town or, right. You don't have the best movie production, or I, mean, like I got I got one just... I got one word that sums it all up. And if yeah. I guess uh, the more we talked, I, I feel like the podcast is going to be aimed at more of a Christian community or or whatnot at this point. But especially this episode. But one word would would sum up everything, and it's Pharisee. Yeah, like <laughs> something. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. It's to look um, good and be like, oh look at me, I'm the best Christian ever, and like. That's what got us into this mess in the first place. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not a it's not a competition to see who can be the best Christian. It's the competition. It's not even a competition at all. It's just go help people, even if those people aren't Christians. Yeah. Like, and and that thing I think that bothers me. One one thing that stuck with me a lot for forever, uh, when I was an undergrad, uh, I was in a missionary class because I was at a private Christian college, and um. He he mentioned he was like all right this is what I believe you can either you can listen to it and you can agree with me or you can disagree whatever but I'm gonna tell you, and he said, when a church gets to, and he spouted off a number of people he was like that church should split in half and make a sister church, and then that those two churches should grow to that same number split in half and make a sister church, and then instead of, these ginormous mega churches where there's all these politics and people trying to control it, you have a very small, tight-knit family that also has uh, sister and cousin churches spread across the entire area so that they can get along and work together, but they're all controlled, or not controlled, but, like, they're all autonomous instead of being, like, just this one big glob of blah. Yeah. um... I'm a big fan of the small church. Yeah, the, the small church is, I mean, that's what I'm in right now, uh, where, where I intern. Um, we're probably at about 200, um, maybe 200 in faithful attendance, right. uh, maybe a little bit less. Um, and of course, to me, you know, numbers don't matter. Um, but like, I remember the churches that I went to growing up, um, 
So the one that we left, okay, there's mm-hmm. that church. Um, then there's then the, the one, one right I, after that. Yeah, the one that I went to because I was dating the pastor's daughter. Um, oh, I'm, not, I'm talking about the one, um, uh, which, I don't know, I, I, no, we probably shouldn't say names. I'll just... Uh, no, I don't say names, but I think I know what you're talking about. The one that the family decided to go to and try out for the most part. Yeah, the, yeah, the, that the visitation. One. Yeah, yeah, the visitation stage. <coughs> We're calling it stages um, here. Yeah, so so there was the attendance stage, then there was the visitation stage. Um, but for me, I mean, I had the, the attendance stage that we both left, mm-hmm. um, which I ended up going back to and then leaving twice. So that, that doesn't bode well for that one. I, I will um, go ahead and put a little disclaimer on that I there's plenty of like things that I don't agree with with that church, but there's a lot of things in that church that at the very least started out well, and there are a lot of people in that church that still care and still want oh, yeah. to do good. I won't. I don't want to color everybody in the same cloth. You know what Truth. I mean? Like I don't want to put yeah. everybody in the same in the same space. I just the majority decisions that were made not even the people the majority decisions that were made i don't agree with and that was the direction of the church like it was almost like someone was steering the ship towards the iceberg right that's what i disagree with not not necessarily that i was like oh those people suck like that's not true because there's tons of really good people there that like still want to do good and still want to help people yeah that's a good disclaimer i would agree um but I, i left that church um and i went to the second church because i was dating the pastor's daughter um, and it was a very different dynamic, um, just family oriented. Everybody knew everybody. Um, if you went out to dinner after Sunday night church or after Wednesday night or after Sunday morning, uh, basically the church went together. Um, and everybody was there for everybody. Um, and then now I, I went back to the, not now, but I went back to the first church, um, which didn't not end well. Um, so I left that church again, and now I'm at the place that I am now. Uh, and again, just another small small church atmosphere. And I, I think that that bodes better for community. Um, it bodes better for the health of the church overall. Um, hey, it's Will, just, yeah. Your trunk's open. Can you close it? What's it doing open? I don't know, I must have bumped a... Please, please welcome our father, uh, yeah. Andy, as he... Uh, brings us an important news announcement of Will's trunk being open. Yeah, so apparently my trunk's open, and I don't know why it's open. There's nothing in there that anybody could want, so... that Maybe that's why it's open. Somebody, like, broke into it, opened it up, and was like, huh, well, it's, I, it's I, empty. I figured there would be more in here. Yeah, I guess no. I'll go home now. <laughs> um... Wow, talk about train derailment. Take Say something so I can get my thought process back. We were talking about churches, and you were on your story of being at the second small church that you're at now. Yeah, so I'm just saying it's it's more conducive for family, uh, or a family environment. Um, there's a lot more room for growth, and I think uh, true productivity in the church, for what the church is actually meant to do. Um, so, you know, supporting the members that attend the church uh, in community, um, supporting missionaries, and then also going out and spreading the gospel. Um, I think small churches are more attuned to that uh, vein than large churches, because large churches seem to get kind of cocooned in their in themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, they get in their cliques and their, you know, just... It's tunnel vision. Do this. Yeah, it's, you can't it's see the forest for the trees. T- for sure, yeah. So, um, 
Now, that's not to say there aren't, you know, large churches doing great things. Um, I think there are some large churches that are doing amazing things. But uh, I think overall, if you were to kind of stereotype them, large churches uh, uh, are failing, I think, at what they are set up to do. The the vision of what a large church was supposed to be was not... There were some unintended consequences and unintended... Uh ramifications yeah exactly i don't think that that anybody set out to make it like that i think it just happened and it was just kind of like oh we need to pivot and try to figure out what we need to do to fix it instead of (laughs) what uh whenever i hear the word pivot i just imagine that episode of friends um oh so i've seen like friends i've seen the clip because somebody else pointed this out to me before but it's when they're taking this the the sofa up up the the staircase and he's just like pivot 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 Pivot. No, but I've never watched Friends all the way through. I've just seen that clip because somebody was talking to me about it. Right. Oh, uh, so good transition right there. I actually uh, have a topic in the world of entertainment. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. So a um, couple things. I watched The Martian for the first time today. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that such a good movie? It was amazing. I love that movie. Um, so I have a question, though, about it. Mm-hmm. Um, first question. Um in the scene where the Chinese people wait, are wait, deciding so, to... Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen The Martian. Yes, 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 yes. Spoiler, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. But spoiler alert, uh, if you uh, if you don't want to hear about The Martian, just fast forward and we'll be done with it in a second. Um, but in the, the scene where the Chinese decide to help... Mm-hmm. When, where did you see it? Let me ask that first. Where did you I see it? I watched it here at my apartment. So me and Sarah rented it on at a red box and okay. uh and we watched it uh just I think it was just a like a date night. We just kinda hung out and cooked food and right. watched a movie. Were there subtitles underneath what the Chinese uh were saying? Yes. Did you f- possibly see this movie in a not uh what's the word I'm looking for? Um uh standardized version? <laughs> Yeah, I did not see it in a standardized version. So, um, it got to the part where it flashes to where the the Chinese uh, two the two Chinese people mm-hmm. are in the uh, in the room and they're watching the television. You better brush up on your Mandarin. Well, I was like, Cat-nese. I was sitting here and I was like, I was like, do I have subtitles off? Like, <laughs> I am so confused right now. But like, luckily, I was able to glean, uh, you know, the meaning just from body language and, of course, story progression. Sure, but. Um, I, I just thought it was funny because I'm sitting here going, "What did they expect?" I'm like, "Cause you know, sometimes movies they won't put anything in there if the what they're saying doesn't matter." Right. You know what I mean? So I was like, "Okay, is it gonna be that short of a clip, or is?" And then it, like kept going, and I was like, "They're still talking. Like I should be understanding <laughs> this right now." So I paused it and went up into the settings on the viewer that I was watching it through, and it was like subtitles are on. Like, <laughs> you turn subtitles on and it's just in Chinese lettering. Uh, this helps I, I even it, less. Yeah, no, I turned on, so I turned it on in English, and uh, in the bottom it was dot, dot, dot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it didn't do anything to help me. So I just turned subtitles back off and was like, well, I hope this story helps me understand what's going on. So I'm excited, yeah, I'm excited that, or that sci-fi in general is getting a more of a resurgence in recent years, because uh, we were stuck on fantasy for a while after Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter which is cool, right. but now we're going back to sci-fi, which I love, um, and I'm really excited because after The Martian, people were like, 
hey, maybe we should figure out a way to go to Mars. And it, it was probably in the in the pipeline before that, but more people started talking about going to Mars. And I think that's really cool because I want to live to the day that we get to Mars. Yeah. Because I want to see that. Like, that would be a dream come true for me. Right. I really like space um, in general. Oh, I have the yeah, hiccups. No, you're dying again. This happened again. This happened last time. Um, you had you had spaghetti the last time we did this too. <coughs> did I really? I don't remember yeah. that. No. Um, we are not anyway. professional podcasters. No, we are not. Um, but uh, no, with the uh, that, that's just going to come with practice. There, you know, uh, this is sure. only trial two, trial two. Um, but overall thoughts on the Martian. Uh, 10 out of 10, go see it. It's awesome. <laughs> 10 out of 10, would recommend to a friend. Oh, obviously. Um, okay. And then my, uh, other, uh, comment that I want to talk about in the world of entertainment mm-hmm. comes in the form of a TV show. Okay. Um, actually two TV shows. So recently I started watching The Exorcist. The movie or the TV show? The TV show that just came on. There's a TV show for The Exorcist? What do they do? Like, oh. Demon of the Week? Is it supernatural on steroids? Kind of, but not really. So, so okay, I'm going to say this, but I really don't think I need to. Spoiler alert for the, like, 1970 version of The Exorcist, but... No, that's not a spoiler um, alert. If you haven't seen <laughs> the, saying, if you don't know what happens in The Exorcist, uh, you it's, it's time to get out of your rock. So, you know, in the original Exorcist, they have the, pa- or the priest that wants to, like, um, basically, you know perform an exorcist on this girl Mm -hmm. uh that has the possession Mm -hmm. well in the exorcist tv show the overall premise and this isn't going to spoil anything but there is a um a family that lives um in the united states that um they go to a catholic church and because of course they do of course they do um but they have uh some we'll say paranormal things going on in their family um and they've had some trauma in their family. Mm-hmm. And the story is about their priest getting together with a professional exorcist and trying to... Basically, the daughter uh, has some issues, and they're trying to exorcise the daughter. Um, She's kind of... She needs to get some exercise. I mean, like, <laughs> we all need to get about 30 minutes of exercise a day to be yeah, healthy yeah, and yeah. happy and wise. Like, eat an apple, you'll keep the doctor away. That's a lie. I was going to say that's a lie because there's too much sugar in an apple. Um, Natural sugars, though. Naturally. Naturally. Who's on first? Um. But uh, but it's interesting. It's I think it's very. I've only seen like. Well, I'll tell you what I've seen. Uh, clickety click, clickety click. Well, it doesn't really matter. I've seen like five episodes mm-hmm. um, of it, and there are nine in the first season. Um, so. <laughs> but it's, it's basically the story of them trying to um, uh, exercise the daughter. It is actually very, uh, very well done. I think um, it's got a good storyline. Um, it's uh, so far, it's about an eight out of ten. Uh, would recommend to a friend that likes horror. Okay, cool. So, um, and then uh, conversation number two when it comes to TV shows, Westworld. Oh no, I haven't seen it. Don't talk about it. I need to see it. Okay, well, here, here's my my thing with it, and this is going to kind of go along with the vein of what we were talking about earlier. Um, 
Westworld, if you didn't know, careful, has ex- careful what you say here. I am. It's this is no spoiler at all. I promise. Mm-hmm. Westworld has uh, explicit nudity. Yeah, it's an HBO show. Yes, uh, which is why I say it's not a spoiler. If you don't know that with uh, HBO shows, then uh, welcome from you know out from under the rock you've been living under for the past hour many years. Um, but uh, when it comes to shows like that. How should uh, we as Christians handle that? Oh gosh, you're gonna put the big question on me. Dang. Hey, we gotta talk about something. Um, I don't know, cause you know me, I'm an avid Game of Thrones watcher. Um, which I love Game of Thrones, like freaking. I don't like it. I love I-, I love it. Uh, what what's your opinion on Westworld? Since you've seen, <clears throat> I've actually only seen parts of the first episode. Okay. I haven't fully watched it yet. I was gonna sit down and watch it because okay. You're going to laugh at this, but mm-hmm. I had people at work tell me that it was an amazing show, mm-hmm. okay? So I was like, well, I have my downloader. I'll get it, and I'll watch it, right? Um, so I downloaded it, and then last night um, I thought, well, you know what? Me and, you know, me and Daddy haven't watched a TV show together since Breaking Bad. Oh, gosh. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I didn't Which, think about Which, funnily enough, it. that show has, uh, has some nudity, some pretty explicit nudity in the first episode. But that's the only, yeah. But I'm just saying. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I'm sitting there and I hit play and I was like, "Yeah, man, we need to watch this together." He's like, "Okay." So we sit down and we're about to watch it. And it there's the opening scene. Uh, they're just on a train. Uh, there's like actual people, clothed people on a train. <laughs> because that's um, what people do on the train. They wear clothes. Well, but so I was like, all right, he said, well, what is this about? So I was like, okay, I'll look up a synopsis real quick just to kind of read him to get him, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on. And, like, the first thing that pops up in the synopsis is the parental guide. <laughs> and it was, like, uh, explicit full male nudity constant throughout first several episodes and partial female nudity um, parental warning advised. And so I was like, before it ever even got to the nudity, I paused it and said, yeah, I don't think you're going to want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, why? And I said, bunch of naked guys. He Got said, some dinglings. Yeah. He said, he said, Will, what kind of trash are you trying to get me to watch? <laughs> I turned it off. But, um, what, uh, with Westworld, um, what have you heard about it? Uh, that it's like a, it's almost like a sci-fi video game ish thing with a huge mystery around it. Um, like, have you heard that it was good though? Oh yeah! Or? Oh my gosh! It's it's supposed to be like the <clears throat> best thing on television right now. I mean, yeah. it just had a season finale and everybody was like, just up and oh arm. Yeah, it was amazing. Like, I, and I'm I'm trying to watch it because, uh, but I got so many other things that I'm trying to watch and or play or whatever. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm looking at my list right now that. So I started uh, Owlboy today. Oh, I um, play Owlboy. I'm still trying to get through uh, Dark Souls 1, mm-hmm. just because I'm in time to play it. Good luck with that. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, and then I have friends that I play like Rocket League and stuff like that. I'm also trying to get through um, The Witness. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then television-wise, I'm watching Superstore, Mr. Robot. I'm watching Grand Tour. Uh, I mean, I'm watching The Exorcist. Well, let's let's uh, let's let's get back off of the list of things that we want to watch and go back to your initial question, which was of what Westworld, right? <clears throat> and about the nudity. 
So I was about to say because you never actually answered that. Right. So I wanted to get back to that. I think my sim- the simplest answer I can give is if it bothers you, don't watch it. Right. That, that's that's I mean that's the simplest answer. If it bothers you, do not watch it. If it doesn't bother you, then whatever. Like, I think people put a lot of like pressure on the fact that nudity is this big deal or whatever. And while I would agree in some aspects, like if you go to an art gallery and look at paintings or sculptures of people who are very clearly naked, like the David statue is one of the highest revered art pieces in the yeah. world. And you can definitely see his dingling. Uh, it's got a clamshell over it, doesn't it? No, no, that's just that's that's in cartoons. Yes, in they cartoons put in they there. put a clamshell or a leaf or something over it. But in real life, he's totally naked. Um, oh, yeah. <coughs> so I would say, if it bothers you, don't look at it and don't watch it. If it doesn't bother you and you're not gonna have a problem with it, then you know it's your life. Do what you need to. Wisdom. I mean, that's uh, the simplest. Thing. Like, I mean, yeah. So Game of Thrones. Um, I didn't really have a problem with the nudity in its in and of itself, but I had a problem with the way that HBO forced it into the story, because in the first couple of seasons they always did what I called sex position, and that meant that any time that we needed to have an exposition dump and figure like just have a ton of information just thrown at us, they would have characters just have sex, and they would like as soon as they were done having sex they'd be like, oh isn't it interesting that we're going to this place to get this person and talk about this thing that's happening politically or whatever. I'm like, that's not what people talk about after they have sex. Like (laughs) what, what, in what world is that pillow talk? In what world is that just like, is that your, is that your occasional like, boy, that was good. Thanks for, you know, thanks for the, the, that, that. (laughs) And then just like, what are your thoughts on the, uh, the, the politics of Westeros? Do you? So so Trump. Oh my gosh. No. (laughs) So, so I think I think that was what bothered me is that it was used as a delivery source for exposition and HBO did it because HBO is the the channel that can do whatever they want because they're you know they're like a they're them they're HBO yeah. so I mean it doesn't bother me so much if like, like yeah if it bothers you don't watch it if it doesn't you know whatever and don't try and watch it with your father uh, that was I, like, I am so thankful I looked up that review. Like, you don't even... You don't even know. Yeah. Um, but, so, I would agree um, along the same lines, uh, basically. Uh, a lot of wisdom needs to go into uh, entertainment consumption today. Um, especially in the family setting. Um, well, that, here's, here's, the next, here's the next point. Um, if you have children and you're getting them to sit down and watch an HBO show and they're not, like... 16 17 or 18 you're probably a bad parent (laughs) you're doing it wrong you're not a bad parent that's that's an oversimplification but it might be time to give them something like nickelodeon or cartoon network to watch instead of hbo yeah and i i think that uh just you you can't just you can't put a blanket statement on things like that um although people like to yeah um you know but uh, I think you're right. I think just wisdom in what you're watching, uh, and know yourself. Don't don't go beyond what you can handle, uh, what you can't handle, or uh, what you deem as appropriate. I guess would be the word I would use there. Yeah. Um, because I mean, like, okay, so like you were saying, um, if the nudity kind of helps the story, and I know it doesn't, never, it's never necessary. You know what I mean? But if it 
if it falls into the story and it helps progress the plot. Well, okay, let me. Okay. That's a good point. So there was actually a scene in Game of Thrones, which is a minor spoiler alert. I won't say who or what. Um, but a character in Game of Thrones at a certain point um, walks through a fire um, and is like in a fire, basically, and their clothes burn off. So when they exit the fire, um, their clothes yeah. are gone and they're naked, which makes total sense when you're talking about yeah. narrative driven storytelling because they're naked because it's like that's what physically would happen if you walked into a fire not to mention you would get burned to death but like you know if you if you could somehow make it through a fire without dying your clothes would burn off all right shadrach yeah anyway meshach and abendigo (laughs) um yes but like so if it like something like that like if it's obviously story driven um I don't think there's really an issue there. Um, I think the issue comes into one. Okay, let's just say it. Our culture is. Um, how do you? How do I want to say this? Um, our culture is very uh, graphic, um, and also our culture struggles with uh, nudity more than other cultures. Uh, oh, definitely. I'll, yeah, I'd agree I'll on that, that part. One. Yeah, so, um, and I think there are good reasons for that. Um, like, you look at the porn epidemic, I can't even talk, the porn epidemic, um, things like that that are feeding that, you know, disdain for nudity. Um, and uh, so there, there is that wisdom there. But then um, I think you have to be um, mature enough to say, okay, that makes sense. That falls into the plot. And that's natural, and life moves on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I, does that make sense? Yeah. So. Well, think about um, it this way: nobody complains about the nudity in Forrest Gump. True. Have you ever heard any Christian, any or anybody in general, besides like parents of young children who've tried to watch Forrest Gump and forgotten that there's nudity in there? Have you ever heard anybody talking about Forrest Gump and be like, "Man, I really wish they hadn't put that nudity in there. That just bothers me." But like yeah. it, it made sense in the story, and nobody gets nobody gets bugged by that. Yeah. And, and like obviously, this is not. I don't even think this needs to be said, but I'm going to say it anyway. If you are a Christian or anybody else that struggles with porn or things like that, and you want to get away from that, then obviously, maybe Westworld is not the show to watch <laughs> right now, or Game of Thrones or any of the. You know what I mean? Like. Stay away from HBO entirely for a little while. Poor HBO. If, yeah. <laughs> I mean, name a show on HBO that doesn't have nudity. Um, Actually, I think, and I could totally be wrong about this, but I think Silicon Valley does not have any nudity in it. Really? Yeah, it's a really funny show. It's really crude, and it's really graphic as far as, like, swearing and whatnot. But I can't, ima- I can't remember any, at any point in time that there was any nudity beyond maybe somebody's butt. Okay. But that was it. But you see butts like Dexter on Dexter's Laboratory. You his little cartoon butt well, was drawn yeah. up there. Dexter's Laboratory. It's bringing back the memories, Tyler. These aren't memories. These are my life. <laughs> I was to say that was yesterday, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So um, I think that's basically all that really needs to be said on that subject. Um, unless you have something else you want to add. No, I'm good. I'm just like I'm. To be honest, I don't really have much to talk about today beyond I'm I'm more of a reactionary uh guest or more reactionary um host. I was about to say you're more of a host than a guest. Yeah, I'm more I'm gonna be more reactionary than 
Then, which is fine. I just didn't know if you wanted to expound upon your thoughts there anymore uh, on that subject. But um, but to continue with uh, uh, shows that are good, if you haven't watched it, Mr. Robot is fantastic. I still haven't seen that. You need to watch it, man. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Um, Here, I'll give a recommendation but, that uh, that you won't Rico. that you won't say. But uh, if you if you want something funny to watch, you should watch Bob's Burgers. Oh my god! It's so funny. It's better than any cartoon. It's not crude. It's just, it's just really funny. Nobody seems to like it in my family except me and Sarah, but I think it's funny, and all my friends think it's funny. So, there's got to be some funny stuff there. You know, five seasons. It's, it's there's, there's a joke or two they've told. That's the dumbest show I've ever seen. <laughs> my goodness, I tell you. Well, Mike, that's just okay. <laughs> we can. No. That was more of a just trying to get a rise out of you, but yeah, we can move on that, to which which worked. Thank you for moving on mm-hmm. because that's just painful. It's it's so bad. It's painful. So, um, uh, but um, so there is a another movie that I was just thinking about that I wanted to watch. Um, which I was going to ask you if you had seen. Hold on, I'm going through my list here. Is it Arrival? Um, I don't think. Because I really want to see Arrival, and I haven't seen Arrival yet. Arrival is in my list, but... Where is it? i got a lot of things I want to see and do, but... What What's your next... Like, what games are you playing right now, by the way? So, I just finished up my recording sessions of Banjo-Kazooie. Um, those mm-hmm. episodes should be coming out uh, from between now and Friday, uh, and then me and Sarah started recording uh, Pokemon Sapphire, which is really fun, and I really enjoy doing it with her more than I enjoy doing it by myself. <coughs> um, I am also playing through Dishonored Two. I haven't finished that yet. I really haven't played it much since the last time we talked. Um, right. Same thing with Dark Souls Three. I. I've been on other things, and then I've been playing a lot of Heroes of the Storm with uh, my friends, and a lot, a lot of Overwatch. I mean, right. a lot, a lot of Overwatch. I haven't. I, people tell me I need to pick up Overwatch, but I don't have it right now, um, just because I can't, you know, justify forty dollars. It's so to, good. Is it worth the forty bucks? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I thought it was a bit expensive when I picked it up, but I picked it up like. I want to say the weekend it came out or the the next no it was like two weeks after it came out because that was why I bought a PS4 because all my friends were playing Overwatch on the PlayStation 4 uh, so I specifically bought the PlayStation 4 at that point to play with them even though I wanted like all the exclusive games that came with it but no right. it's, it's awesome it's a team based shooter so if you ever played Team Fortress it's like that on steroids with a huge like cool roster of characters uh, the art direction is amazing. The gameplay is really quick and snappy. The controls are great. The just everything's awesome. I I like it like a ton. And I don't know. I'll play it. Like my friends are playing it right now, and they were texting me today and being like, "Hey, do you want to play Overwatch?" And I was like, "No, I have to do this podcast and like cook dinner and this, that, and the other." And they were like, "Okay, well, we'll you know we'll see you tomorrow." So like it's a huge thing. Um, and right. tomorrow actually is their winter event, so the Christmas holiday event and we're hoping that we're going to get skins for the characters that uh are like you know christmas holiday themed or whatever and one of the characters is this very short he's almost like a dwarf um Uh but his name's torbjorn and he's the swedish uh mechanic almost you could say or engineer and his power is that he can drop a turret 
and he can drop armor. And everybody wants him to be Santa Bjorn and have like a Santa uh, skin that you can put on him. <laughs> right. And his little, uh, in, in one of the art things that they released like two years ago, his turret was a reindeer. And it was really adorable, and, like, everybody wants that. And I've been saving up my coins because I know I'm not going to be able to buy loot boxes straight up since I have to get my car fixed, or had to get my car fixed. Right. Uh, so I'm going to, like, just straight up buy a, a Santa Bjorn uh, skin if that comes to fruition. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, Rocket League, that's the multiplayer game that I play most right now. Um, and they just released their uh, Christmas uh, map, and they released their uh, Christmas items um, which are like toppers and things for the cars. Um, so I think I think everybody's getting into that Christmas release time. Yeah. Um, right now. Um, but uh, one last topic that I have um, that I really wanted to talk about today, and then uh, we'll call it for the evening. Yep. yep. Um, I, I want to talk about Firewatch. Uh, oh gosh. Since we're on the 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 uh, realm of video games. Um, amazing game right oh yeah i loved it i um i thought it was a very very well written very well designed very well executed um also a game which i thought was going to turn into a survival horror game but didn't um yeah i felt like it was going to keep doing that too throughout the game it it was super tense for a long time like where i was just like oh my gosh is something going to pop out like i didn't sign up for this i signed up for a leisurely stroll through the woods (laughs) like yeah I just wanted to watch for forest fires. Smokey the Bear inspired me. Please. Smokey, no. Um, but I thought the game was just beautiful, uh, for one. Um, I've actually got Firewatch as my background um, picture for my desktop. Oh, the one that um, uh, Toyota stole? Which one? Is it the one where you can see the... Uh the the house not the house but the watch tower no 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 mine is so you're looking out over the lo- uh, over the lake mm-hmm. and the sun is like almost center screen and there's like oh. an elk okay yeah and... yeah never mind i'm there so the you know how like the case of firewatch or the main art piece for a firewatch yeah. toyota stole that for a, a an advertising campaign and um what is it campto Camptos santos whatever the studio that made yeah. firewatch they had to go and be like, yeah, you guys basically like ripped off our art. And they were like, oh, crap. I'm pretty sure somebody got fired over that. Wow. I did not hear about that. Yeah, look it up. Look up. Um, I don't know if it was Toyota or Ford, but I wanted, it was one of the two. Some uh, car company. Yeah, look up um, Firewatch art got stolen by car company, and it'll come up as, a, as an article. Gotcha. Um, but that's interesting. Um but yeah, no, I just, I absolutely loved Firewatch, and, and without uh, without any spoilers or anything, uh, for those that haven't played it, Tyler, um, issues with the game? Um, God, issues? Yeah. For me, nothing that springs to mind immediately. Uh-huh. Uh, I know that a lot of people took issue with the ending being as abrupt as it was. Right. Um, but I didn't really bother, it wasn't really bothered I wasn't bothered by it. Um, I will say that... Well, no, that's part of it, too. If I thought about it, I could be super like, critical about it, but for the most part, I have nothing but good memories about it. I, like, I played through it all in, like, a day or two. I don't know if I... I, didn't think, I don't think I played through it all in one night. I know... I, did. I know I played through That Dragon Cancer all in one night. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Can that, you imagine? Oh. Can you imagine being up late at night by yourself trying to play that game and being like, "Yeah, that was a that was a bad decision." I was saying this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I was very emotionally I mean, wrecked for the rest of the night. Uh, such a great story, though. Yeah. I mean, but uh, no, but as far as Firewatch issues or things, I'm sure I could come up with something. But at the moment, even in my like. I want to critique everything. I cannot think of anything that I would be like, oh my gosh, that needs to be fixed. Right. Yeah, and that's kind of how I was. Like, the story flowed well. Um, there wasn't a... To me, there wasn't a story point that was um, unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it seemed like it, it was... every Because, you know, uh, if you haven't played Firewatch, I won't give anything away, but the way the game works is uh, basically days pass, and on each day uh, that passes, you have a task that you have to complete... Um, and each task that you have to complete, uh, I think it plays very well into the story. Like, there's never one that you're just like, okay, why am I doing this? Um, this is dumb. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the only complaint I've ever heard is, like, what you said was with the ending. So, uh, people didn't like, uh, like the ending. Um, people said, oh, well, this should have happened, or oh, this should have happened, or it was too abrupt, or... Well, people uh, like nice and tidy endings, and it's supposed to, you know, people like to feel good at the end of a game or a movie or a book, and sometimes that's not what the artist had in mind, so... Yeah, for sure. Well, but, uh... Regardless, uh, Firewatch, amazing, amazing game. Probably my favorite one I've played this year. Um, I'm just now getting back into video games. Uh, oh, I can give you some anyway. recommendations. No, please don't. I don't have time for it. Um, <laughs> next semester, I've got 22 and a half hours, plus a job, plus an internship. So, uh, needless to say, I will be busy. Yep. So, all right. Well, uh, good talking with you, Tyler. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was fun. All right, man. Um, well, uh, this has been okay with me, Will. Oh, and me, um, Tyler. Oh, and him, Tyler. Sorry, I was breathing. Uh, can't breathe through your nose. It makes it hard to actually talk. Um, so we will be back uh, one day later on. I don't know if we're going to do this uh, how frequently yet. We're still nailing down that uh, information, but we will be back, and we'll be talking about random junk that Tyler comes up with next week yeah. or next time. If so. you have any suggestions on the show or anything you want us to talk about, put it in a comment and you know, email us if you know us. Um, but for the most part, I think on I think we, we upload this to SoundCloud. You can put comments, yep. especially you can even put comments at specific points in the in the in the audio. So if you have a comment, if you have a suggestion or something you want us to talk about, put it in there. Maybe we'll pick it. Maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll even mention you. Yeah, and uh, also uh, uh, we put this up on iTunes as well, so you can get it for download there. Um, and uh, if you don't know, we do have a podcast email now, Tyler. Oh, uh, cool. So then that's that's perfect. And we can give that out. It is. H O K A Y podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Send us your questions, your con concern, your concerns and uh, the subjects you want us to talk about. And we'll, we'll tackle, tackle them with the same levity and seriousness that we combine together to make this podcast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I think that's all we got for this time. All right, Tyler, man. We'll talk to you later. Later guys. Later guys.